Hello, welcome to Cover B. This is a new segment that we are calling Roundup. Oh, I like that. Yes, I didn't workshop it with you. Ahead of time. <laughs> he never. I, um, he, I was not consulted in this I discussion. I made the file name for this episode, and I was like, Roundup. Um, Can we have the? Oh, I'm gonna. All do- right, I'm gonna say this. And I'm hoping that it's implemented so you've already heard it. But I'm hoping that he makes the intro some sort of Western thing. Oh, yeah, girl. Don't worry. Okay, good. I just, you're like, you're going to love it. I'm not. Um, I, I have, I I have plans. And the people listening to this now will have already heard my delicious plans. Um, <laughs> it's already. It's in the works, baby. Don't you worry. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited. So on Roundup, what we're going to do is we're going to take things that are like big events or big we might do it with some of the Marvel crossovers if we can implement it in time. Who knows? Um, if they matter enough. We'll, we'll have to talk about that in the future. But, um, you know, big things that are happening, we're going to round them up and talk about which issues are worth picking up, which issues are missable, passable. Uh, and if any issues particularly annoyed us, we'll talk about those. Um, for this week, we are talking about Future State. Yes. Um, so DC's new big event, which is like a one-month pause on their normal comics uh, so that they can put out these Future State things, which are somewhat tied to metal, but kind of just their own thing that's been like loosely tied to metal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are coming out. This is the first week of them. I think we'll have like two or three weeks of number ones so we'll have like two or three roundups total um and then roundup we're just going to focus on the first issues we're not going to do this every single week that future states coming out just because it would probably get monotonous at some point with us being like once again this one's missable (laughs) um (laughs) if any of them you know absolutely float our boat then we'll uh you know we'll talk about it on a normal episode but yeah um, so we're going to be talking about week one. Uh, this week, five titles from Future State came out. It Indeed. was the next Batman number one, Wonder Woman number one, Flash number one, Swamp Thing number one, Harley Quinn number one, and Superman of Metropolis number one. Yes. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and dive in with Batman, uh, the next Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is a few of these Future State titles are Big chonkers. They are big honky chonk books. Um, <laughs> boot scootin' chonky. And they uh, they have multiple stories in them. So this one was actually consisted of three stories. First story followed the, you know, introductory saga of the next Batman, which I'm sure you've heard plenty of news about in the in the comic world, unless you don't click on nerdy Twitters and nerdy websites like I do, or if you've been in a cave on Mars with your fingers in your ears or something like that. Um, <laughs> there's a new Batman. Ah! Uh, 
the second story focused on the Outsiders. The Outsiders is a team that got established in a book aptly named Batman and the Outsiders, and it's a uh, Black Lightning, Katana, the Signal, and a few others. Um, and then the third story focused on the Arkham Knights, uh, which we'll talk about in a bit more detail. What they're all about. Mm-hmm. So, T, what do you think of the next Batman? Um, I thought the first story about the next Batman was a story about a Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like part of the drama was ruined by DC being like, look at our new Batman and announcing who it was before they were supposed to. Um, <laughs> yeah. I legit said I would be so pissed if I was the writer and I was like, because the first story runs with the next Batman's narrating it, but it kind of makes you feel like it's going to be Luke Fox. Like oh, it kind of goes in tow with Luke Fox. And this Absolutely. is spoiler. Sorry, but it's everywhere. So it's not our fault. Blame bleeding cool. Um, <laughs> and whoever else. Uh, but it's actually Tim Fox, which is like the Fox family's like black swan. Like a estranged um, one. And it, yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, it, it, it's like, I would be so pissed by if I was the, cause the first issue is made to kind of make you think. And then you can tell the second issue, there's going to be a big reveal where it's like, oh, it's Tim, not Luke, you know, cause Luke Fox was Batwing for a while. So right. he's been in the Bat family. So he's the obvious choice. Yeah. Um, and, and he then makes, it's like, and they like set up commentary and stuff. Like, yeah, they're like, the don't be out. another Bruce Wayne <laughs> and I stuff had like a that. Late night. Like, yeah, yeah. And okay, so they set up I all roll. this stuff, and then in issue two, it's gonna be like, <gasps> shock reveal. But DC went ahead and was like, Tim Fox is our new Batman. And exactly. It's like, it's like, well, all right, cool. Thanks for dope. ruining I'm glad my story. I, yeah, I'm glad I set it up this way. Thanks. They're sitting that. here building up like family drama and stuff, and yeah. I'm like, this doesn't matter. I already know who you are. But I don't know, and. The plot line's a little awkwardly on the nose for our current climate because <laughs> it's about, like, I don't know, not wearing, not having masked super people and villains and stuff. I don't know. It kind of made me itchy. But the second and third stories, Outsiders and the Arkham Knights, I really enjoyed. <laughs> Cool. I was a big fan of, especially the Arkham Knights. I really enjoyed that one because it's, I won't give too much away, but it's effectively like if Harley had stood her ground as a psychologist and not as a villain and not gotten swayed and instead brought villains to the light like she initially had planned to. And then does it? (laughs) That's kind of, that's kind of what that one was. I really enjoyed it. I don't know. It was cool. It was a cool vibe. So, yeah, I agree. Um, the first bit, the, you know, neck introduction to the next Batman, uh, written by John Ridley. Um, it was fine. Yes. You know, I, I think there's like, I imagine that there's more that they plan to do, but the first chunk that we got, whether it was shortened because it had to be one of three stories that they wanted to get out. Right. You know, whether it was just meant to be, it felt like the first bit of a superhero movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like you go and see a superhero movie and it's the superhero doing the most basic superheroing that they do. 
you know? Yeah. So it's like Spider-Man, like breaking up a, you know, small bodega robbery or like, you know, Wonder Woman in Wonder Woman 1984, like stopping the dudes in the, the mall. mall. Yep. It's just like very standard baseline superheroism. So, you know, this one was just Batman being like, whoa, these guys are going to join a gang. And it sets up the world. You know, the whole, like, we hate masks. Oh, masks are the enemy. Don't do masks. Um, <laughs> kind of thing that they've got going on. They say the word magistrate, like, 15 million times. Um, so we get it. There's a magistrate. Uh, and, you know, they, they establish the world, but it's all just very, like, yeah, okay, that was a Batman thing. Can we know? talk about the Bane Luchador gang? I love the Bane Luchador <laughs> gang, though. <laughs> I weird. dig that. Um, I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, I I diggeth thateth. Um, I don't know, and I'll say this: I'll get this out now before I get into the other future state stuff. But the thing about future state that's kind of unifying the whole thing is that the world has kind of turned on heroes. World, the world does not really respect heroes as much. Yeah. Honestly, I have two major issues with that. And it, one of them might be resolved eventually in, like, future future state things. Right. Um, and one of them is just kind of a general, like, maybe Comment. me being a curmudgeon. I don't know. Um, the first one is just that we don't have any reason to know why. Yeah. I get it that we're coming into this in media res. And a lot of the stories, even the ones coming out right now, are all in the middle. So it's like, you know... Flash, as we'll talk about, stuff has already happened. And Harley, as we'll talk about, stuff has already happened. Even Batman stuff has already happened. Yeah. Um, some of which will be revealed later. Like, I think some of the stuff in the Batman issue is referential to Bruce Wayne's title, which is The Darkest Detective, which comes out next week, I think. Oh, okay. Um, you know, some of the stuff mentioned in Superman of Metropolis is going to probably come up in Clark's book, which comes out, I think, next week, which is like Superman world at war or something like that okay um so those characters haven't come out yet so we don't really know what's going on with them we got all the newbies this week um and everything was just kind of like oh yeah you know there's this thing and it's like what thing (laughs) you know what is the context for this scenario what happened in gotham that made room for the magistrate we obviously don't know who the magistrate is like who's leading it yeah that might be a big reveal or a big point of it. It might tie into Detective Comics because you know there's a lot of like anti-vigilante stuff going on in Detective Comics right now. Who knows? Um, but I just don't feel like we've in the five books I read today, none of them really aptly explained why people hated superheroes all of a sudden in this future world. It's obviously not that future because like the original heroes aren't like old gray decrepit men you know what i mean it's just kind of like future e um i guess is this supposed to take place so at the end of dark knight's metal they talked about like there's like more worlds appearing new earths that are parallel to ours and everything keeps growing so is this just like a new rando earth well that's the thing right like there's a pre like a little preamble in the beginning of each one of these. It's the same preamble in every book, but it basically says, you know, after saving the day in Dark Knight's Metal, uh, time and space are 
altered indefinitely or some, you know, comic book thing. And it makes reference to how there's like multiple possible futures become available. This is one of them. And it's like, okay, is it, is it trying to explain that each of these books is its own different possible future? Because if that's the case, but that's not the case. That's no, the thing. They because they each reference other. like Flash references Gotham, Superman references God. What's going on in Gotham? Harley obviously is dealing with magistrate stuff. Yeah. So they at least those Swamp Thing's a little different, and I'll mention that when we talk about it. It could possibly be its own kind of future. Uh, but for the most part, they all reference each other. There's eventually going to be a Justice League title where the three new characters all are on the same team. Um, we're going to get Clark back. We're going to get Bruce back. We're going to get Diana back in their own titles. So it's like, it's one future. So what's special about this future? Why are we looking at this future? Is it a production thing? You know, was it, was this part of their 5g thing that they were going to do? And they were like, ah, shit, we can't do that anymore because people think 5g is giving people COVID. Um, <laughs> so let's, <laughs> backpedal on that ish and just i don't know we've got these stories cram them all together in big books put a little upper thirds label on them and ship Call them to people day. we'll take two months on two months off everybody's scott snyder you go on vacation for two months um <laughs> tinny and tom king get out of here guys you guys have a good two months see you in the spring uh go thaw <laughs> out uh i don't know but i just feel like it's establishing this whole like police state the world doesn't trust heroes anymore, but we haven't really been told why. Yeah, it's got it has something to do with Bruce. But it I, absolutely has something to do with Bruce. My complaint that is a little bit curmudgeony is just like, God, here we go. Yeah. Another future yeah. where it's like, heroes suck, screw the heroes. And it's like, well, futures the future's all police states and stuff. And I get that there's a lot of like commentary you can make based off of today's climates and stuff. But it's just that seems so overblown. I feel like we're constantly seeing like nobody cares about heroes anymore kind of futures. Like I feel like every time we dive into an alternate future, it's like heroism's outlawed, you yeah, know, and yeah. it's like constantly. It's like dope. Cool. <laughs> That's fun. I want to see a future where like people love heroes, but like too much. You know what? You know what future I, I want? I couldn't think of a good opposite. So I know. I, I watched your being, brain tick like I ended a broken up just being clock. Like, I'm going to go to a future where people have dangerous fetishes towards heroes. <laughs> <laughs> they love them too hard and too strong. You know what future I want to go to? Mm. The new Wonder Woman future, because that book is just pure on fun. Dude, was that a segue? Yeah, it was. Sick. Anyway, I didn't get to finish talking about Batman. <laughs> Um, we will talk about Wonder Woman next. Uh, Batman is for me, it's a pickup because of the last two stories. I agree with that. Um, Not and the first one, though, yeah, the personally. the second story was cool. Uh, I like the Outsiders, and I like the whole story. It was quick and fun, but it had a good vibe to it. Um, and Katana's awesome. Katana's and something awesome. happened to Black Lightning, and I really want to know what happened to Black Lightning. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and the Arkham Knights thing, I'm so glad they brought the Arkham Knight back. So the Arkham Knight happened in Batman, in the Batman run. Was it Tinian or was it King? I don't remember who was writing it at that point in time. I think it was Tinian. I think it was Tinian. 
Was it? Was it before? It was in, de- it was in no. Detective Comics. Okay. So I was going to say, I don't yes. think it would have happened before. Arkham Knight like, came Joker up in stuff. Detective Comics right after Detective Comics 1000. Okay. And it was uh, Astrid Arkham, who was like the daughter, granddaughter of the Arkham person. Mm-hmm. And uh, great granddaughter or something stupid. And had this whole <laughs> idea of like the sun and we worship the sun and we'll bring things to the light and she fought batman with a lot of like light stuff and it was it was dope it was a good run it was a really really cool run so i'm glad that they're utilizing her and she just fits this whole tone of like a police state because she she herself is a little bit like evildoers shall be punished but she's got like a different vibe to it she's like evildoers will be rehabilitated by force look she's a paladin (laughs) yeah she's a total (laughs) total paladin she and got mad paladin energy so up it's in here. it's cool to see her go kind of anti-bruce you know what i mean yeah, like I do it. things the opposite of how batman does them um but still be kind of on the same side in a weird way so yeah. next batman's worth picking up uh at the very least for the second two stories i hope more happens with the new batman character but the first story was just a little flat yeah agreed. honestly so wonder woman so wonder woman this book has literally nothing to do with anything else that you'll read from Future State. It's true, yeah. Which is so nice. Oh my god, it was so good. First off, it's Joelle Jones. Mm-hmm. And damn if I don't love her to death. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's, oh, it feels like old Catwoman stuff, but it's so good. And it's so silly. And like, this Wonder Woman's so like, fun and fresh. And it's like, weirdly like, mythos and like, playing into mythology and stuff. And like, feels like I'm reading Laura Olympus, and I'm so happy. It's so, <laughs> it's so different. It's so incredibly mismatched, right? Yeah. And I, but it works. It's fun yes. in that way because you'll have like you have this very strong looking Wonder Woman character. Yep. Um, and she's doing Wonder Woman things like fighting a Hydra and stuff. But then she like stabs her sword into a Hydra, and as she grabs it, she's like yoink, and her horse's name is Jerry. And it's just like, it. it's so abstract and bizarre. It's so And good. like the juxtaposition of like some of the things she says and how she reacts to things versus like what you'd expect out of a Wonder Woman encounter. Yeah. It's just like, it's goofy and fun. It feels like recent Thor runs, right? Yeah. Where Thor's been still kind of Thorish, but kind of goofy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. has had some goof to him. And like the people around him are a little bit silly. Like, you know, this deity of some kind is like, are you still mad at me? Hey, look! I had just given up smoking. I was a little agitated and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's this like forest deity is saying this, so it's just so this is a really weird. Fun. This is a weird parallel, but for my homies out there, it has total Spider Woman energy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it it's so Jessica Drew. It hurts mm-hmm. like the way she says things and the jokes and the quips and her re- reaction to things and how she's like, no, I'm just gonna hit things now. Yeah, like. It's so Jessica Drew and I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool to see a Wonder Woman that falls a little bit more into like the chaotic neutral. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there are Wonder Women that are like Wonder Woman characters that are chaotic good. There's lawful good. There's like neutral good. There's even like some true neutral like people that have had the mantle or a similar mantle and an adjacent mantle to wonder woman yeah um but this is the first one honestly i can think of that's like straight up chaotic neutral yeah you know what i mean like I enjoy the even the others and the younger ones 
the Wonder Girls and stuff that have their like chaotic moments still really fall into the good territory. Yeah. And this Wonder Woman is just out to do what works best for her. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> like Cassie is probably like neutral good, mm-hmm. but and like Donna's probably like neutral good even if diana is lawful you know what i mean mm. but like donna's had her chaos she was the one i was referencing it has chaotic moments but oh, even yeah. still she falls into like chaotic good yeah she's definitely good though like yeah, yeah. no but it is. i mean even it's diana's like, had some neutral neutral times that's you true. know typically dealing with the boys yeah um <laughs> throwing that out there true. um but yeah it's just it's like weird and silly and mythological. It was and fun. So unconnected to anything this, else. Uh, and that's really nice. Yeah, this one legitimately was my favorite one of the five. Same. Um, <laughs> if there's one that you have to get, it's this one. And oh my God, if you get anything. And, you know, no, like, Joel Jones does the, the writing and the art and the cover for cover A. And by all means, cover A is a beautiful cover because Joel Jones is an incredible artist. But good lord, the Ginny Frizon cover of the cover B. <laughs> oh my god. It's so gorgeous. I did not need another make-believe person to have a crush on, so thank you. <laughs> thank you, DC, for that. It's really pleasant. Great. Ooh, Babs has some competition. Babs does have some competition. <laughs> she needs to step up her game. <laughs> But yeah, this is definitely a hit for me. Like this one works, and I really hope that post future state we get more and more and more of this character. Um, which honestly for me is what I believe they're doing with this whole thing. But we'll see. Okay. They're like, this one worked. This one didn't. This one worked. This one didn't. All right, these get to keep going. Those ones get the hell out of here. Um, but yeah, good book. Yep. Be likey. Next up is Flash number one. The Flash. I have a question, T. Yeah. Why does the world hate Wally West? I don't know. Namely, why do DC writers just hate Wally West? <laughs> I gotta say, out of all the books, and and there there's some dark dark stuff chilling out in these books. This one was by far the most depressing and the one I least enjoyed after reading. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't want to read it anymore. Yeah. I was Disclaimer so sad. up front if your idea of a good night doesn't consist of multiple speedsters dying before your very eyes. Um, don't read this book. Oh, God, it's so depressing. It is dark. Ugh. And, like, there's, like, admittedly, like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I have to make critiques on things. They did do the whole, let's use dialogue to talk about exposition. And you guys know I hate that. Yeah. And so, like, that's the whole first, like, two pages. And then there's just a bunch of death. And I was like, this book bums me out. It's, yeah, <laughs> I it's don't want to do this anymore. It's a bit of a talk-heavy piece. Um, I liked the beginning of this uh, because it showed the Flash family performing a caper basically but none of them have their powers it's effectively how it opens yeah i won't get into too many details about the reveal of why they lost their powers but the thing i can say without spoiling it because the cover spoils it for <laughs> yeah, you is that they are it. they are setting up wally to be a bad guy something is wrong with wally something's always wrong with wally i know and that's why i'm saying like why does dc hate wally west so much he's because a it's scapegoat like, they did you know new 52 and wally west was like gone and then they were like we're gonna bring him back and he basically like kicked off rebirth which 
in a way was not a great thing because it caused a lot of complication, whatever. And then Heroes in Crisis happened oh. and Wally West is a murderer because he can't control himself. And it's now just, here we are again. Is Wally... This might be a stretch or me just making presumptions because I don't... I haven't read much Flash. I'll admit that. Is Wally stronger than everybody else? Yes. by Like a lot. And this is like, okay... Barry Allen fans put the put the pitchforks down. <laughs> I don't want no trouble. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm not an avid Flash reader. I'm just going off of what I've been told and what I've read. Wally is like the best Flash. He's like the flashiest Flash that ever flashed. So because he's the best Flash, they're like, well, we can't make him OP because that's why we have Superman. So let's make him like emotionally and psychologically crippled. Yes. Is that what I'm getting at? Is yes. that what I'm smelling? He's not so much crippled as damaged. Are they um, like, are they sentrying my poor Wally up in here? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. They, um, we got to neuter him. All it's right? just, it always feels like he's going into like, you know, death metal, for instance, is another thing. They set Wally up to be like the one that could stop this. And then halfway through the series, they're like, Oh, you failed. Whoops. Teehee. Sorry. Now it's Wonder Woman's turn. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like they, they get him close to redeeming. I mean, they had this whole, like, flash forward thing. Flash forward was about him, like, getting the power to, like, heal the multiverse. And he basically got, like, Dr. Manhattan powers. And all of that was a setup for him to be the one that goes up against the Batman who laughs and stops him from destroying the multiverse or destroying the hands um and creating like a big dark evil multiverse right and then it was like whoops never mind you can't <laughs> and so it's like why do you hate gosh it's all there's always one in a yeah. in a publishing company there's always one superhero that they're like we're just gonna well, shit on it, this guy a lot <laughs> wasn't it wally in deceased yeah. That got zombied, or was that Barry? No, I'm pretty sure it was Wally. Because like the Martian Manhunter comes out and is like, Bleh! yeah, that might have been Barry. It was one of them, but I, I wouldn't I be surprised know. if I it was it Wally. I think it might have been Wally that uh, Clark was going at. That it was that Clark had to try and get rid of, and that turned Clark. I don't know. It? It's been a while since I've seen it's that. It's been a while since the original one, but so I don't know. Anyway, but... it wouldn't surprise me because apparently DC <coughs> hates Wally West? the Flash. Wally West. Uh, that said. I liked this one. I didn't love this one. Um, I think this one for me is kind of missable unless you like the concept of if you're just like, I'm going to read as many awesome future state things as I can. Um, you know, pick this one up at your own discretion. If you're a Flash fan, though, this one's a pretty cool one. It's got some Flash stuff going on. You just get ready for a lot of your favorite Flash personalities to bite the dust in gruesome ways uh and if you're a wally west fan this would definitely be a good one but if you're just kind of generally looking at you know what future states you should pick up this one is a miss is a is a passable one for me yeah it felt the least this is a harsh word and i don't necessarily mean it as harsh as it's going to sound but it was the least enjoyable for me of, mm -hmm. of the ones of this it round. was yeah it was the pacing was really slow um, 
It, was it like also a, felt very classic, like kind of yeah. like old school. Yeah. And you guys know I'm kind of weird. It had on a very, that too. very old school vibe. Yeah. I think for me, it was mainly just that the pacing was kind of off. Um, yeah. It was heavy action in the beginning, and then it was just slow, let's talk Trickles. about stuff Trickles. for the entire rest of the book, and then like three pages of action again. It just, it was paced very slow. Yeah. I think this one would be fine, read in, in, presumably. I mean, I haven't read the next one. Um, but presumably when they wrap the whole thing up, it'll be a good read overall because it'll have more going to it. Maybe like a but trade. as, as a single issue, it was just kind of a big slow chunk in the middle. Yeah. Um, agreed. And it just like, good Lord, the amount of times they said Wally. <laughs> they said Wally more times than the voices from a backseat after mom and dad have just said, who wants to go see Wally? Wally! You know, that was a <laughs> random joke. <laughs> 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 it made sense in my head, but... <laughs> it was great. It was the pieces just wouldn't come together. Um, <laughs> next up is Swamp Thing. I really enjoyed this one, too. So I really, really did, too. Now, I am going to go ahead and say, on the grounds of how we're, eh, you know, I'm, I'm up in the air. Because if I'm here telling you, like, hey, here's the future state ones you need to pick up so that you know what's going on with future state so you can get that future state vibe. Technically, this one is a missable one because in its own way, this one felt completely separated from everything else kind of like on. the wonder woman one kind of like the wonder woman one but the wonder woman one is worth picking up even though it's separated out from those because she's eventually going to be on these teams swamp thing's not really going to be related and it just seems very that said i don't think you should skip this one because it was very cool i don't know why but i'm really vibing on the ones outside of the whole magistrate drama yeah i think the whole like police state like superheroes are bad thing is just so overdone for me it gives that gives me a big sigh <laughs> yeah that you know wonder woman and swamp thing were just like really good because they were just their own thing well and honestly swamp thing of all of the books felt like the most well written to me mm -hmm. um there's like cool interludes of him yeah. building like oh those are so people cool. Those were so cool it's such a cool book they like play with anatomy and it i yeah. don't know it's it's such an interesting perspective. It's so very different from like anything else I have ever read from DC. It's a very big departure. It feels very much more like indie books I've read, which again could be a reason why I'm like super vibing on it. But it's just well done, Ram V. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 just really yeah. good and cohesive and interesting and dynamic and it doesn't feel poorly paced even though there's not like a ton going on. Yeah. Like it's still engaging. I don't know. Props to you. Probably it's just under Wonder Woman yeah. for me this week. Yeah, I I my final verdict is that you can't miss this one. This one needs to be one that you picked up. It does bother me a little bit that it felt so isolated. I guess just because when I see an event, you know, if something gets pitched as like the next event for DC, I kind of want everything to fit together. Yeah. But that's not really the way they're going with Future State. Future no. State's sort of its own thing. It's just supposed to tell these timelines. And honestly, this is the one that made me question, like, are these different timelines? Like, yeah. are these like, is this one the same timeline with all the magistrate stuff? 
but it's its own fresh world. It's new characters. It's a new look at Swamp Thing. The interludes T was talking about are amazing. It's literally somebody took the time to break down. Like if I was a human and I fell into a swamp, I magically got turned into a swamp, like basically a mess of swamp stuff, just like a mound of moss and plants and stuff. How would I build myself into a human? Yeah. And it goes through like, you know, the respiratory system and the brain and the vocal cords and like how, like what plant parts he used to construct these parts. It's super duper cool. It's so cool. Um, and overall it's got, you know, like a family structure and it feels almost like mythology because you've got like that, you've got characters that everyone dislikes but they keep them around because whatever their family or whatever yeah. you know it's kind of like you always wonder like why didn't they just kick loki out you know and it's yeah. because loki was one of the gods and so it's got that kind of like mythological story feel to it yeah totally. um and it's just it's it's a good book it's, so it's really cool. really cool it's super cool so i really enjoyed that one and then next up is did i say five i said five books there's six books. Oh, yeah, there's six. This week. I got to correct myself. I don't know why I thought there were five. I thought there were. I looked at my notes instead of five, but I think. Oh, my, it's because we read five. We read five tonight. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my brain just didn't pick up on the. There's six. There are six books. I'm sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> I'll fight you. Well, the next book yep. is Harley Quinn number one. I have complex feelings. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I'm so glad I'm not alone. This one, um... <laughs> I have, oh, I have so this one things. is one you can skip for yes. me. Um, yes. It... Yes. It just didn't really do much. Um, the art was cool. Uh, Simone DeMio did the art. Uh, there were times where the art was kind of hard to follow. It was a bit dark, um, but I I thought overall it was really good. Uh, but the story was just lacking. Now, this bums me out, and I'll tell you why. I have read stuff from Stephanie Phillips, and I yeah. enjoy stuff from Stephanie Phillips. She did Artemis. Yeah. She did Butcher in Paris, which I loved. Mm -hmm. Like, she's done some cool-ish I don't like what she did to Harley. Hmm. I don't I don't like it. Um it doesn't feel like Harley to mm -hmm. me. Um she feels too what's the word? placated or I don't want to say subservient cuz that's not the right word. She just feels like okay, yeah, I'll do what you tell me to do. Yeah. And I don't no. Yeah. Harley's smarter yeah. than Jonathan Crane. And yeah. Crane, I, I don't know. It just, it didn't feel like a, like we've, and, and in Dark Knight Metal, Harley played such a like upfront in the lead. Like she's the human getting stuff done and being on like a team with like the surviving living essence of the green and the yeah. smartest starfish on the existence. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, she goes from like, Super important, super valid, super valuable. People appreciate her for her cunning, her wit, and her capability. And now she, like, 
I don't know. It just, it felt like they took away some of the chutzpah that is Harley. I agree. And this one, I think um, it falters because of the in-media style that it was told. Because the story opens with Harley in a big fight with magistrate forces or whatever. And getting captured. Um, and so it just kind of makes her look like a random street punk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'm just out kind of doing my thing. Oh, no, I got captured. And, you know, we see Harley in, like, Joker War being a total badass and kicking ass and taking names. We see Harley in Death Metal kicking ass and taking names. And this one just opens with a random encounter that we don't know how it happened. We don't know what her stake in the whole magistrate thing has been up in the, is she like leader of the, you know, rebellion? Is she like no, a known thorn in the magistrate's side or were they just like, Oh look, it's Harley Quinn. Take her down. Oh, she's taken down. Um, my biggest problem is just that the whole thing functions effectively with Jonathan Crane being like, it's, it's, it's like, um, silence of the lambs right yep. like it's like clarice and hannibal and silence of the lambs yeah. where she's like i need help capturing this guy jonathan crane's like hey help us capture pig and she's like okay do this and then like the next page it's like we did that it worked <laughs> yeah and there's no like we don't really see much of pig except for these like little side panels we don't really like get a total vibe there's not really like a lot of action it's just like yeah we got him and then it's like, hey, we're having trouble with Firefly. Okay, do this. Okay, that worked. All right, yeah, we got him. And it's like, meh. And this one feels kind of like next Batman for me. Uh, because it feels like the setup to something bigger. Yeah. But we don't get enough of that for this issue to feel fulfilling. Yeah, it... I don't know. Like, obviously, Black Mask is going to play a part, and they're building him up to be bad news. But, like, we don't get enough of that to really be like, ooh, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm so excited for the next issue. It's just kind of like, okay, that issue came and went. Well, and if you've never read a Harley Quinn book before, and you have, like, no concept of her, you have no assumption that she's going to be able to handle anything beyond yeah. what she's already handled. Because, like, not only is it, like like you said in the beginning where she gets picked up like a common street rat and thrown into a cage, he condescends and taunts her the entire book and she just takes it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's weird. It doesn't feel like a Harley book to me. I just, yeah, I just didn't get a lot out of it. Um, I think honestly, this is definitely on the missable list for me. If you don't want to pick this one up, don't worry about it. Uh, it just, yeah, it was just a bit slow. Yeah. It's just, just a bit empty for me. Not my so. vibe. Uh, and finally, number six, not five of <laughs> this week of the first run of, uh, future state stuff is Superman of Metropolis number one. So the main story, this is another one that has three stories in one book. The main story focuses on Jonathan Kent. Uh, who has taken over the mantle of Superman and is protecting Metropolis. And we come in in media res and there's all sorts of crazy stuff happening. Like, you know, nanotech enhanced civilians of Metropolis and a brainiac 
orb called brain cells and stuff like that. And we're just expected to learn on the fly what all of this means. Um, <laughs> and it's weird and whatever. It's, it's basically cyberpunk 20 Kryptonia goo. I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. like... It, I was mildly eye-rolly at this issue, to be quite honest with you, because I'm really kind of exhausted with poor Johnny Kent getting just no respect. <laughs> that is true. Like, that boy, it doesn't matter what century he's in, it doesn't matter who he's hanging out with, it doesn't matter whom he's helping or what he's doing, that boy can't catch a break. And yeah. nobody appreciates him for his abilities. And it's like, you brought back friggin' like leather punk jacket Superman, and it was fine. And everybody gave him more respect than you're giving to poor Johnny. Yeah. Like, what is um, this? What is this? Second, Stop it. second story focuses on the other two stories focus around a certain event that happens in the Superman story, which I won't reveal because it's kind of a big deal. Um, and it, the second story focuses on Mr. Miracle, uh, and the third story focuses on Guardian and Jimmy Olsen. Um, all three stories kind of, kind of baseline stuff happens just cause it happens. I had a lot of qualms with the Superman story. Um, like you said, it was a lot of just Superman really just effing up. It was it was basically just like back to back pages of Superman not understanding what's going on, making bad choices. He does something the event that I was talking about. He does something that is honestly a huge deal and like a really bad choice and something that his dad would be like, "Bro, what the hell?" And it's he pitches it later on as like it was my only choice and the military would have kept coming and people would have gotten hurt but that wasn't established well before the thing happens so it the overall effect is that it kind of feels like he's just like what i did this thing well but then at the same time like okay he did this thing and it may not have been the right choice but it's a choice that's done and maybe instead of just like attacking superman maybe like there could be some logic and discussion and figuring out if maybe they could undo the scenario well, or um, something. So, uh, you're, you're really pushing my hand here because I don't want to reveal what the thing is, Fair. but no, of course you would attack Superman because <laughs> the thing he did was really effed up. Especially it was, not telling anybody. Ahead it of was time. literally a thing that a major supervillain does on the regular, and people are like, damn, that guy's real evil for this. <laughs> and Superman's just like, well, a little boy almost got shot in a confrontation between protesters and the military, so I guess I'll nuke the city, basically. <laughs> I don't know why writers always make John so dumb. It's just, and like I said, there was there was not a significant amount of buildup to justify justify behavior. him doing this where he was like 
And that's again because we came in the middle of this stuff. So we didn't see him setting up the robots that he used to do this. We didn't see him like weighing the options for days before it finally. We didn't see the tensions between these protesters and the government like really building up. And we didn't see him watching what's happening in Gotham and talking to Batman and stuff like that and being like, "Ah, I can't let that happen in Metropolis and like really getting pushed the edge. We literally just see a kid come down and be like, whoa, that kid almost got shot guess i'll do something drastic and then then like whoops and then there was like the action in this book all just felt very like oh shit we better have action in this book uh yeah make supergirl crazy and stuff which stop and also i thought supergirl was supposed to be superwoman because her book coming up is kara zor-el superwoman so it was weird to me that they kept calling her Supergirl because I'm like, are you like 35, 40 by this point? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. If John's like a man, quote unquote, at this point, aren't you like, are, are you older now? I don't know, man. Should you it's, still be girl? kind of confusing to me. Should you just... have ever been girl? Maybe we should have <laughs> abolished the girl name. Just saying. Um, it's true. It's true. Just change the name. Give them new names. Like... You don't, people don't have to have the girl names to add something new. Like, like Marvel made Captain Marvel yeah. from Miss Marvel. She wasn't like Marvel woman. Marvel, like Marvel dame. You don't have to um, designate That said, like that. spoiler is trying to convince Barbara in one of the recent issues of Batman that I read that uh, because her and Cassandra both have donned the bat symbol officially that they need to have their own team of the bat girls because if it gets to be like robin team why shouldn't there be bat? <laughs> she was like there's a million robins why can't there be bat girls so i think that's funny I think um that is funny. but yeah i i unless you just want to read superman and you just want to have everything superman just pass on this one this one was it was not very good it Unfortunately, this was the most missable one for me. I just thought the Superman story felt very like chaotically disjunct and it was basically just Superman in the passenger seat while the world like happened around him and he made bad decisions and then was like, why is everyone picking on me? And then and then the other two. I'll give you a quick summary. You know how things suck in Gotham? Things also suck in Metropolis. Done. (laughs) The other two stories, you know those like Snickers ads and the like Joy Wave ads on the back of Marvel books and the Snickers ads, the Snickers ads in the middle of. Yes. The other two stories had the same amount of superheroing that those have. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even kidding. It was like. Good point. It was like, whoa, things happening. Whoa, things happening. Thing happened. To be continued. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, That's... the Guardian one was fairly action-packed, but it was just kind of generic, to be perfectly yeah, honest. I was excited to see Guardian, um, especially because I was excited to see Guardian talking to Jimmy Olsen, because I was like, I watched the show. This is weird. Um, <laughs> and uh, But it was just like kind of generic action. It wasn't really anything like hefty. And the villain they introduced makes no sense and we has like no motivations and it's all very jumbled and there's this idea of like this guy creating these nanites and 
infecting people and now there's the zealots who like worship the nanites and it's like but we don't know anything about any of this at all because you've told us none Nothing. of this you know yeah. and it's it's just weird, weird life choice it was a, it was a weird book yeah. i think that one had like a lot of stuff that should have come before it before it happened i agree and i agree with that i just don't think there was enough details there for it to feel cohesive so yeah i could definitely see that Anyway, that's our Future State Roundup week one. Woo-hoo! So we will be back next week with another roundup of the books that are coming out then. Hopefully I will be able to count by then. <laughs> um, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes on our website, uh, coverbpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at coverbpodcast. That's right. We've got all sorts of fun stuff that we post, and I'm going to be doing a better job in the new year of making sure that that Twitter and Facebook keep getting updated on a regular consistent basis sweet it's going to be a failed resolution probably within a month anyway new comics are coming out and we are doing our normal Saturday episode we're coming back with that uh, so check that out on Saturday and until then we will see you right back here for another episode of, of Cover, Cover B. B bye everybody bye bye <laughs>